Hey everybody, welcome back to this uh, special kind of bonus episode of Mavericks and Misfits. If you tune in regularly, you know we drop one episode a week and it's usually dropped on Tuesday mornings and that's pretty much the pattern we stick with and um, only on rare occasion do I do anything outside of that. That's just because my schedule is pretty tight and I have to um, have to get stuff on the calendar in order to get it done. But um, I really wanted to kind of do a pre, pre-episode episode. Um, I'm really going to do something that is more like just kind of prepping you for an episode that I plan to launch within the next three weeks, and it may end up being multiple episodes. Um, I'm feeling stirred about this in my own heart, um, personally, also pastorally, and professionally. Um, as a you know, pastor is not so much being a professional as it is being called to tend to a, a group of people uh, to lead and feed them with truth and love. But professionally, um, I have a role at um, Caneo Ministry Training Center, which is a a Bible college in Dawsonville, Georgia. And so from the professional aspect, I think this, this issue is going to need to be answered because it is a topical issue in the kingdom that people who equally love Jesus have very, very different opinions on. What am I talking about? Well, let me give it to you because all of this really, I felt like I got a green light from the Lord from uh, an email that I got uh, on the Mavericks and Misfits a website, and it's from a guy I actually know, Macias. Good to hear from you, buddy. Um, if you go to Gate City Church, you know Macias. Macias is a young dude that I have gotten to watch grow in the faith over the last four years or so. And uh, he writes this. He said, um, "He says, hey Jeff, Macias here. Um, I'd like to get your thoughts on these topics that are pretty heavy and controversial." And he says, "Can you talk about women in ministry?" backslash pastoral. And then he asked the question, do you think women can be pastors? And if not, what about preachers or even getting in the pulpit? Also is first Timothy two twelve the make it or break it for either position. The complementarian would see that as a universal, uh, while the egalitarian sees that as only for the time and the correction, uh, of a specific situation there would love to hear your breakdown on that position. And then he tells me a little bit about where he stands. So Micaiah is referencing First uh, Timothy 2. There are a handful of verses that on a surface reading seem to prohibit women from speaking um, or having authority. Um, I guess precisely that view is uh, having authority over men in the church. And therefore, the question arises constantly, and especially in the day that we're living in, is there any biblical um, permission for a woman to speak, teach, prophesy, preach, lead in the kingdom, or more particularly within the context of a local church. Well, let me go ahead and tell you this. I am not spending this episode today to fully answer that question. I am literally posting this podcast to encourage you to get prepared in your heart because this will take um, a teaching set of podcasts. We're literally, we look at individual words in the Greek language in several passages. We talk about context. We talk about uh, New Testament context. We talk about the kingdom context, going back into the Hebrew scriptures, the our Old Testament. And then we have to understand that Paul said a lot about women in ministry. Paul demonstrated a lot about women in ministry. Jesus didn't say much at all, if anything, really. Um, about women in ministry, but he he displayed his attitudes about women in ministry. And 
you know, this is a, this is a hot button issue that there's no way I do these podcasts and somebody doesn't get, you know, <laughs> upset and that's okay. Uh, that's part of being uh, in Christian leadership. You can't hide from the difficult, controversial topics. So I'm, I'm telling you to keep your eyes open for that. I don't know exactly what the title of that podcast will be, but I'm hoping it'll be out in the next three weeks. That's why I'm putting this bonus episode out there. Um, I'm going to connect Micaiah's question and this biblical issue of complementarian versus egalitarian. You can use it, look up those words if you want to. But a complementarian view would would view women as being prohibited from leading or preaching or teaching uh, men in in the church. And a egalitarian view said, no, that's nonsense. That women can absolutely do it using their leadership gifts given by God. And those so these are two opposing views. And I'm going to touch on that in the podcast. But one of the things that I want to do is, let me just go ahead and tell you, I have an egalitarian view. I used to be complementarian, but I have an egalitarian view. But I also don't believe that there aren't some... And so I'm an equal opportunity offender. Some of you won't like to hear this. Some of you just said, yes, Jeff believes women can be in ministry. Well, I do. I absolutely do. I believe that God gives women leadership gifts. I believe that there is plenty of scripture to show that women were heavily involved in ministry, including teaching and including being able to lead. And so we'll go through all of that. However, um, I would probably pull back on a couple of things that you may be surprised to hear from me when we actually do this podcast. One of the issues that I love that has come about in the last couple of years years for me personally, and this is why I said I want to talk about it pastorally, professionally, and personally, um, is that my wife, Amy, um, just really over the past probably three years, um, maybe a little longer, um, by the sovereign hand of God has just been kind of thrust forward in certain arenas where God has given her uh, influence. Um, he's given her a voice. He's given her daughters and sons in the faith that need um, the wisdom, the experience, the theology that Amy has gained over her years. And um, then just through a series of events, really, the Lord just kind of elevated Amy in the last three years in public speaking at women's conferences, speaking at what was then Newbridge Church. Uh, she'll be doing the Mother's Day message here for her first time in the pulpit at church at Winder on Mother's Day. And, um, but the main thing that I see Amy that's happening with Amy right now is this, um, I guess that just the exposure that she's gotten via social media. And here's the thing. If you don't know my wife, what you don't know is Amy is an, an introvert. She does not like the limelight. She does not want to be front and center. She does not enjoy having people stop, look and listen to her. She's an introvert. Her favorite place is the secret place. She would rather be alone with Jesus for hours and hours than on a stage. And um, she really is quite uncomfortable. She doesn't even think she does a good job. Everybody that hears her is like, you don't think you do a good job? You do an amazing job. But her, she does it because she has to fully depend on the Lord because there's nothing inside of Amy that wants a platform. There's nothing inside of her. But God being God, he often pushes us out of our comfort zone. And he's done that with Amy. And so um, I've been encouraging her for probably about two years to try to... Um, create a forum and come up with a strategy for how she can use her influence and uh, invest her time. Um, she is constantly requested just by good people, but they don't know that there's 
75 people in line behind them. They all want like a little time with her one-on-one. That's because she's a mother. She's a spiritual mama. There's something on Amy Lyle that people are drawn to. And so I'm, I'm not even exaggerating. There was just a few weeks ago. I think she told me she had 43 requests for lunches or dinner or an hour here or there. 43 um, in one week. And so that got really overwhelming. But what she saw through that is the Lord is saying to Amy, Amy, I want to use you. You have something that people need. Here they are. And so Amy got with a good friend, Lauren Atkinson, and Lauren and her put her head, their heads together. And Lauren's a powerful prophet, uh, just an incredible entrepreneur, has a great touch of God on her. We, we really love her and Sean. That's her husband. And um, Lauren just kind of became that catalyst with Amy. Amy <laughs> you'll learn this young people. If you're not married, you'll, you'll learn that you can say something to your spouse a hundred times and they'll be like, eh, maybe, maybe not. But then somebody else comes from the outside and says that exact same thing. And they'll be like, yeah, I think that's right. And so when, when Lauren came and told Amy, you've got to have a forum for your voice to be heard. And Amy's like, I think that's the Lord. I think it's the Lord. No matter that I had been telling her that for two years, but I don't even care. I'm just glad Lauren got it in there. And so they came up with, um, a platform, um, on Patreon. Um, that is a, it's a piece of software. It's a website. It's, um, it's a forum in which video and training and teaching and classes can be done. And so Amy created, uh, her Patreon account and is now, and by the way, she's been working on her counseling degree. She's going to graduate with, um, her master's degree, I think in September, and then a minor in counseling. So she's been working, investing, and doing, going to school, and spending time studying, doing all this stuff. And the Lord's just kind of thrust her out before she completes her degree. And so if you're interested in ladies, especially ladies, matter of fact, it's exclusively ladies on this platform. Dudes, sorry, um, keep listening to Mavericks Misfits and I'll help you. But um, for Amy, this is just women, women of all ages, women in different parts of the United States of America. And what Amy does is she's got a an ability to communicate, uh, speak. She does some one-on-one with a very small handful. And then she does a larger group that is in a live Zoom group with her once, I think once a week, a live Zoom group. And then there's a another group that can access the Zoom video, but they can't participate in it live. And listen, one of the questions, let me just throw this out there because my wife will never say a word about this, but I'm going to say it as a husband. There were some people that complained that she was charging for this. And I'm thinking to myself, well, well this is her, like her ministry her career. This is her spending hours and hours preparing for these meetings. And this is her going to school to get a degree to be able to minister. And then there were people that complained because when she promoted it, I guess everybody thought it was going to be for free. And there, most of the people didn't say a word. Most people were like, yeah, because it's so low priced. It's literally a fourth of what she could charge if she did one-on-one counseling, a, literally a fourth of it. And so Amy made it available, made it expandable to multiple people through video. But there were some people who be like, we thought it was going to be for free. And I'm like, I'm, that is just such a problem in America today. It's like, give me your best, but don't let it cost me anything. It's just such a slacker way of thinking about stuff in the kingdom. And I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. So yeah, there's an associated cost. But let me just ask you this. That lowest tier, I think it's $5 a week. I mean, if, 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 if that's going to crush you, you probably are in bigger trouble than you know, and you need some financial help or you're not honoring God with money because $5 a week is pretty much possible for just about anybody. The second tier I think is, uh, $10 a week. 
And so that's a live Zoom call with Amy once a week. And so it's 10 bucks. So literally what you would spend on a cup and a half of coffee. And so, and then the, and these, these positions are filled right now. Then she does one-on-one for, I think, $25 a week, something like that. So the reason why I'm mentioning all this is if you are interested, ladies, hear me on this. Benefit from what's right there in front of you. Contact Amy Lyle on Facebook, Amy Lyle. Contact her on Facebook, message her, or just scroll through her her post, and you're going to find that link to the Patreon. You get signed up, and then you're in that group, and you're getting invested in. Because, listen, Amy can't have 100 lunches a month. She just can't have 100 But she can utilize technology and pour into women that are geographically in different places. They are in different places demographically. Some are white, some are black, some are Latino, some are Asian, some are younger, some are older. And that's the thing. God's finally put us, you live in an amazing generation where you can get poured into um, no matter where you are, no matter who you are, as long as you have an internet connection. And so I'm so proud of my wife. And you know, what's interesting is um, she'd rather do that all day. She's a She's more of a one-on-one girl than she is a, a big platform girl. But this is connected to Micaiah's question about what can women do in ministry. And that is what we're going to talk about in just a few weeks. And so I want you to prep your heart. Listen, why don't you go ahead and do some prepared studies? Some of you believe, Jeff, why are we even talking about this? It's obvious that women cannot be in leadership positions. You say, why would we talk about this? Others of you are saying, Jeff, why would you do a podcast on this? Clearly, women can do anything that men can do. So there's such a division. And here's the thing. We're not heathens. We disagree on this thing with people. We're not heathens. We love Jesus. We want his kingdom to come and his will be done. We want the power of God poured out. We want revival in our churches. We want revival in our communities. But we don't agree on this. And here's the killer. This is the thing I love about Mavericks and Misfits. I attack subjects regularly where we have differences of opinion, but one is right and one is wrong. That's when we're all going to get to glory and we're going to stand there and the Lord's going to say, Hey, I know y'all fought like cats and dogs over this thing. I'm really disappointed in how y'all treated each other, but here's the answer. And one group's going to be wrong and one group's going to be right. So what I want to do is I don't, I don't want to wait till I stand before the Lord to find out I was wrong on something. If I'm wrong on something, I want the Bible to tell me now while I've got a chance to adjust, repent, do whatever I need to do to correct my thinking. And so on this issue of women in ministry, and I'm going to finish up right here, um, it'll be coming out probably in the next two or three weeks. I think three weeks, um, somewhere that would put us, I think, at the end of April, beginning of May. And we'll put this thing out. I want you to be ready, Micaiah. I heard you loud and clear, and I'm going to try my best to answer it. I'm going to use the Bible. I'm going to challenge the way some of you think. And some of you are going to agree with me from right out of the gate. Some of you are going to disagree with me right out of the gate. Some who disagree are going to have their minds changed by the Word of God. Some who uh, disagree are going to say, nope, Jeff, you're just straight up wrong, and I'm not going to move. And here's the thing. At the end, uh, let's go have a burger. You know what? Let's just sit down because what you think about this issue is not going to be a test of my fellowship with you and Jesus. I refuse to fight Christians over secondary issues, but part of my calling is to answer the tough questions and deal with them scripturally. So keep your eyes open for that. As I sign off, don't forget, check out Amy. Go to Facebook. Search for, I think she's under Amy S. Lyle. I think that's what it is. That's her maiden name samples. Amy S. Lyle. And you can friend her on Facebook or message her on Facebook, reach out to her. Um, we have just, I, I created a very simple website called spiritual-mama.com, 
spiritual-mama, spiritual-mama.com. And that's also got her links there if you want to go to that. And there's not much on that website. I just threw it together literally in 30 minutes, but it's a landing page and it's got the stuff there. But listen, it's time to invest in your own walk. $5 a week. I mean, good night of life, $5 a week or $10 a week to get poured into by, in my opinion, a great woman of God who loves Jesus, has his heart, has prophetic gifting, can speak clearly in wisdom right where you are. She's been the single Christian woman. She's been the newly married Christian woman. She has been the Christian woman with little babies. She's been the Christian woman who's raised teenagers. And she's been the Christian woman that's seen her, her at least our oldest child, um, moving into adulthood. And Landon's not far behind Alicia. He's grown up quick. So she's been through a lot of stages. And um, plus, she's been a ministry wife. She's been, you know, riding side saddle with me for a long time. We're coming up on 25 years and we've been in ministry the whole time. And so she's got a lot of wisdom and ladies, I'm just challenging you. Go ahead and invest in your own walk. My goodness, $5 a week, $10 a week might be a stretch for some of you, but do the $5. And then listen, it's time. You need the wisdom of God to step into your own calling. I want to see God do great things with his daughters. I believe that's part of my assignment is to elevate women in ministry and to find out biblically what permissions do we have and are there prohibitions? Are there things that God really just doesn't allow his daughters to do? Well, tune in in about three weeks and we'll talk about that. Micaiah, thanks for the question, my brother. You have been heard and we will follow up soon. We'll, we'll see you next time. Listen, tune in Tuesday. I'm going to drop a new episode next Tuesday. Until then, God bless.